0: Lord from Colossians 3, chapter 3, verse 1 through 4. That's what we're going to talk about today, a new way. How many know we need a new way of thinking, you know? Have, have anyone's thinking changed uh, since you come to know the Lord? Uh, you know, have have, have have your thinking maybe changed over this last year, uh, this last week? I know mine have. You know, I, I'm looking at the word of God, and God wants us to have a new way of thinking us to think on things that that matter. Uh, and we're going to see, uh, have a, a host of scriptures we're going to look at today. Uh, but that's what we're talking about. And so uh, I, I looked up the definition definition of thinking. We all know what that means. But uh, thinking, according to Webster, is the action of using one's mind to produce thoughts. You know, I, I think we, we need to be careful of how we think to you know, our thinking is influenced by so many uh, different things, uh, media outlets and whatever it may be. And, and if we're not careful, sometimes we're thinking what, what others are, are portraying or putting out, and that becomes our think pattern. But uh, I'm learning more and more, uh, uh, right thinking comes from the word of God. Uh, if I want to know how to, if, if, if because I, I've heard from old and uh, that, Us to, to think on on who he is and, and put his word and his his promises first before us. And so I heard a preacher one time. He was talking about. He said, you know, sometimes he said I have stinking thinking. You know, I'm not thinking in the way that I should be thinking. And and so and that's not good. But but God wants us to have a new way of thinking. You know, it used to be uh, is the glass half empty or is it half full? Know, some folks choose to see it half empty. Others choose to see it half full. Uh, how are we thinking? What what is it that uh, 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 motivates our thinking? What what is it that uh, uh, that causes us sometimes to to be restless because we're thinking about sometimes so much, you know? And sometimes we don't have all the answers. Uh, but so our mind is just never resting. It's, it's not at peace. But Jesus wants us to have a new Will prompt us to rest in him. You know, uh, there is so many passages uh, that, that comes to my mind as we think about, as I think and reflect on this on this thought today. You know, over in uh, Galatians 6 and 3, it says, uh, If any if any man or if anyone thinks himself to be something and he's nothing, he deceives himself. We need a new Sometimes, if we're not careful, uh, we'll, we'll think that it's all about us. Uh, but it's not all about us. It's about the Lord. And I'm glad, uh, Sister Mary, that I'm in a point in my life to where I realize I can do nothing without the Lord. Without Him, I'm lost. Without Him, I'm drifting like a ship without a sail. You know, uh, Proverbs 23 and 7, uh, uh, a A part of that verse it says for as he thinks or in some translations for as a man thinks in his heart so is he so I think it is very important uh, to our walk with Christ uh, sometimes we're struggling you know with our, and, 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 and we, we made a confession to live for Christ to ask Christ to come into our lives to change us uh, to to make all things new, and, and thank God for those commitments. But sometimes our thinking is not where God wanted to be. Sometimes we can't move forward because we're thinking so much about the past. And you know, I've learned something. We can't do nothing about the past. The past is what we can do. We can learn from it. You know, we can we can understand that and, and recognize. I've had some good days, and I've had some hard days Uh, I've had some heels climb. see but but through it all I am who I am by the grace of God God has has brought us through many challenges have anybody been brought through any challenges in any situations where you didn't think you would ever make it out but God said hold my hand I'm going to take you through I'm going to walk with you I'm going to talk with you I'm going to show you that I am who I am and I can make all things new and so we praise God for that. So in our, in our printed text today, uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 4, uh, this is uh, the Apostle Paul uh, in this epistle. And I've noticed something about Paul's teaching. In all these letters, he, he prefaced uh, the, the more, uh, maybe about the first half of a letter He's talking to the churches about doctrine. He's talking to them, uh, uh, laying the foundation, reminding the folks of who Jesus is, uh, what he has done, what his plan is for our life, and, and then he gets into the practical application of the word of God. And so uh, uh, in, in, in uh, Colossians 1, he talked about uh, the, the saints uh, in, Col- in Colossae, uh, the church at colossae talked about their faith in Christ do you know that there's people that that recognize and notices our faith in Christ to where sometimes you're settled when everybody else and everything else seem to be going haywire and somebody well, she he they they trust god you know uh, and so he come he, he commended he commended them for their faith in Christ and, and then he talked about the preeminence of Christ. You know, nothing was made that is made that Christ didn't make. Uh, the, he 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 let the folks know on a continual basis that Jesus Christ is God incarnate in the flesh. He went on to talk about. He talked to the Colossian church about the purpose and the the importance of being reconciled to God. Because see, there's a time in all of our lives where. Where we have been enemies of God. We were lost in our sins and and, and didn't know which way to turn and, and hell was our destination, but Jesus stepped in and he saved our souls. Not only that, Paul talked to them about don't get caught up in all these, these worldly philosophies. All these different different mindsets that people come up with. He 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 let the people know to keep your minds, keep your hearts. Focused on the Lord Jesus Christ, and and also in chapter two, he he warned against legalism. Legalism, you know. Uh, see, Christ came to set us free. He did not come to bind us up. You know. Sometimes folks are working so hard on, on how they can do this or do that or what they better not do, and and it, and it's just become such a heavy burden. But 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 Jesus is saying, just. Just give me the glory. Just recognize who I am. Know that I am the Lord who created the heavens and the earth. And when we can when we can reflect on, on the mercy and the grace of God, when we can think about, you know what, I was lost, but Jesus saved me. He, he threw my sins in the sea of forgetfulness, and, and, and he, he walks with me and he talks to me and he tells me that I'm his own. When we begin to to see God for who he is, then it's no struggle to serve the Lord. It's no struggle to live for God when we understand who he is. The problem is when we don't understand who he is, see. But he wants us to know. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, and you shall find rest for your soul. Anybody need rest for your soul today? In the midst of this chaotic world that we're living in, do we need rest in our minds? We need a new way of thinking because if you if anybody haven't noticed lately, the world is going crazy. I'm not even gonna start enumerating the craziness, it's just crazy. The only way we don't know that things is going crazy is just because we somewhere set up and locked up in a closet with the lights out and some and some earplugs in. But just walk down the street, just turn on the news, just look around. And see the condition of the people, God has a He wants us to have a new way of thinking. So in our passage today, Paul here in the third chapter, he switches into the practical aspect of this letter to the church at Colossae. That so so now that we understand and and it's been communicated and, and we set the groundwork, he Paul is saying, the foundation, which Jesus is the foundation how, and I like what my daughter Camille says some, sometimes, it's, it's what do that look like? See, how does that play out when when we understand, when we get an understanding of who God is, who we are in him, what does that look like? So in, in the first verse it says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Well, let's just stop right there for a moment. This this You see that if That if is not a a conditional if, see, because Paul has already shared with them uh, who they are in Christ. So this if that we look at here is the if of basically, uh, for lack of better terms, an argument. For for he began to to speak to the people uh, uh, about a new way of thinking. Because we need to know who we are in Christ. If we don't know who we are in Christ, we can't live for Christ. If we don't know who we are in Christ, we can't lead anyone to Christ. We have to know in whom we have believed. Uh, it's important for us as saints of God to know what we believe and why we believe it. I think it's very important. You know. And, and if anyone lacks wisdom, all we got to do is ask of God and he will get a bucket of blessings and wisdom and pour out on us as we seek his face. So a better rendering for that if in in, in verse 1 is since. Since you have been raised with Christ. Have anybody that I'm talking to today been raised with Christ? You know, because the Bible tells me that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away, old thinking have passed away, and all things have become new. Since then you... We're raised with Christ, what should we do? Seek those things which are above. But, you know, if, we, if we're seeking the things that we can see, touch, and feel, and, 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 and getting all of the minutiae of the craziness that's happening around us, then we can't follow what Paul is saying to us in this letter. If, since you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where who? Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, the, the, the right hand of power, the right hand of majesty. Uh, you know, we, we need to have a kingdom perspective in 2021 in these days that we're living in. So it's important. What does it mean to seek? See? Seek those things which are above. Search out those things which are above, diligently search the scriptures that point us to those things above. Where Christ, the Lord Jesus Christ, is sitting at the right hand of God. You know, uh, Stephen, he could have told us something about this Christ sitting at the right hand of God. Because when he preached his first and only message, the people were pricked to their heart And they got angry and they stopped up their ears and they started stoning him for him preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, telling them, you are the ones who crucified the Lord of glory. And he didn't take down, he stood on the word of God. And they began to stone him. And the blood began to come out of his body and his head, no doubt, was crushed. But he looked up and what did he see? He saw Jesus now standing standing on the right hand of God. Giving him a cheer. Come on up, son. Come on up a little higher. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you rule over many. We need a new way of thinking. Set your mind, verse 2 says, set your mind on things above. Sometimes we, we, I, I, you know, we are thinking so much. Sometimes we think too much. You know, have you ever been thinking so much you came even sleep at night. You wake up two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning just a thinking, thinking, thinking <laughs> when, when what we really need to do is start praying, praying, praying. Start reading, reading, reading the word of God. Start blessing, blessing, blessing the name of the Lord. And what does it say? Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. So the remedy is to set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. If you can't hardly talk to somebody today without it going into politics, without it going into something that's not edifying or glorifying the God. Now, we're we're not living in a bubble. We're well aware of things that's happening around us, but we need to set our mind on things above. See, all of our help comes from the Lord. Our help is not going to come from my bank accounts. Thank the Lord for that. <laughs> Somebody said, can I borrow, amen, I'll pay you back later. You know, I, you know our help comes from the Lord. As, as Brother Mark was reading in Scripture today, the, the one who, the, the one, he said, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. So we need to set our minds on things above and not on things of the earth. Have you noticed today everybody's mad? There's so many folks just mad. What you mad about? Everything. (laughs) You know. But see, in, in Christ there's peace. In Christ there's joy. In Christ there's love. In Christ there's compassion. And watch this. Verse 3 says, for you died. Thank you, Lord. A a, a natural man died when we came to Christ. He's crucified the old man with a sinful desire. It says, for you died, and I love this, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. What do that mean, that your life is hidden with Christ in God? Concealed, thank you, God, and safe, <laughs> thank you, Lord. The name of the Lord is a strong tower; the righteous run in and they are safe. We need to understand that we died. The old man died. We died to the to to sin. We we died to self. We died to drugs and alcohol and anything you can think of that's not like God. When we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it, it, it's it's important. Uh, today, But when we recognize all of the craziness that we live in and around, that at the end of the day, the people need Jesus. The people need a relationship with the Lord. And we are carrying the word of God. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation, and we need to learn. And i tell you, whatever I'm preaching, I'm talking to me first. We need to learn how to be reconciled with other people as we are reconciled with God. The same grace that God has bestowed upon us, we need to share with someone else. We're no longer our own. We've been bought with the price, the precious blood of Jesus. Verse 4 says, when Christ, oh God, who is our life? What? You know, (laughs) see, if you really love Jesus, it's not hard to grasp hold to this verse 4. When Christ, who is our life, for God I'll live, for God I'll die, swim, sink, or drown, I'm on the Lord's side. When Christ, who is our life, appears, he is my life. I can't make it without him. He's done so much for me. I live for him. I worship him. I honor him. Thank you, Lord. So when Christ who is our life appears then you also will appear he's talking to the saints you will also appear with him in glory how many have that hope today how many have that hope do you know that that if we have hope in Christ in this life only then we of all men are most miserable but we have hope that's out of this world thank you Lord we know that one day we're going to spend eternity with the Lord thank you God that's comforting to me that is such a blessing. And we, we need a new way of thinking. And so thank God for his word that he's left on record to help us to get our thinking right. Uh, the, 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 it says here in, uh, in Philippians 4 and 8, uh, uh, again, we don't say a familiar passage of scripture because, you know what, this is a living word. God speaks to us through his word in a constant, on, on a constant, uh, uh, in a constant way. And so we need to read it and read it, believe it and believe it, apply it, apply it all the time. He says, finally. So, so this, is, this is Philippians, you know, where that book that's got so many nuggets in it, you know, so many nuggets for the saints of God in the short, small book of Philippians. And here you get to the fourth chapter. He says, finally, you know, have you ever said, okay, my last thing is this. And I love three Ps when it comes to Bible study and and, and, and uh, 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 power folks say, why just one more thing? <laughs> well, well this won't take but a minute. You know, Paul is saying, finally, mm, once, once you have grabbed hold to the nuggets and to the word that the Lord has has given you, finally, when you recognize it's time to get your thinking right, uh Find it, brother. Whatever so thing, whatever things are, what true. Now we 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 should not be in a quandary when it comes to truth. We live in a time where people say you got your truth and I got mine, but Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." No man come to the Father but by me. So he says, Finally, my brother, whatever things, whatsoever things are true, Jesus is true. The Word of God is true. See, whatever things are noble. Wow. Whatever things are just. You know, whatever is just, whatever is right. Whatever is right. Whatever is just. Uh, you know, we know what's right and wrong. Thank God for the word of God. He tells us, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. He he tells us, what does the Lord require of you? But that you do justly, that you love mercy, and that you walk humbly before your God. So finally, my brother, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are pure, whatever things are pure, undefiled you see you know whatever whatever things are are lovely whatever things are of good report how many like to hear good news if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy meditate We focus so much on the negative we can't hear the good that God is speaking to us Is Sandy shared on last Sunday there is a word from the Lord and the word from the Lord is good news that Jesus came and lived a perfect life in our place and died on the old rugged cross and rose on the third day with all power in his hand and he saves is yet saving today that's good news We win. We read the end of the book. We win. That's good news. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's good news. He said, I am the Lord God who heals you of all matter of sickness and disease. That's good news. Think on these things. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Uh, I I was reading this and looking over this this morning. Now, some of you all may be not old as I am. Some of you may be close. But it was a it was old movie. It was called Cool Hand Luke. Now it had Paul Newman. I don't know if y'all remember that, but he he was a fellow who got thrown in prison, and he refused to conform to the little short man that was the that was the warden that kept telling him that he was gonna, uh, in short, fix his mind. He gonna fix his thinking. But the man was so, he was, he was determined he wasn't going to fix his thing and every time he got a chance he'd break out they'd put him out on a work detail next thing they look around he'd gone he'd, he'd broke out they'd, so the whole movie was him getting punished for trying to break out and this reminds me of how the world is today how the devil is today how the world wants to change your mind the, the, the world wants to erase every every members of God out of the minds of the people and especially the children and especially those in college these days. You know. And, and somebody needs to be saying, you're not going to reprogram me. My mind is fixed. My mind is made up, my heart is fixed on oh, Jesus. See, and so he says, I urge you, I beseech you, I beg you, brothers and sisters. By the mercies of God. How many know God is full of mercy? Thank you, Lord. That you present your bodies a living sacrifice. How do you present it? Holy. You know, set apart for the use of God. Holy, acceptable to God. See, sometimes we're so busy trying to please other people to please folks, and you're never going to please everybody. You can try all you want. You are not going to please everybody. Matter of fact, on the El Contrario, uh, the Bible said be careful when everybody speaks good about you. See, you know, we learned that in what Julius Caesar and all that when he got, you know, assassinated in the, you know, his Brutus, whoever you know, got the knife, he said, you, e You So we need to our hope and our trust need to be in God. It needs to be in God. He says, hold and accept of God, which is your reasonable service. God is saying it, the, it's not asking a whole lot. Just give it all up to God. Surrender. You know, the, the song says, I surrender all. What a powerful song that is. Have we laid left it all on the altar of sacrifice? Are we sold out, sold out, going to hold out for Christ? He says, so so that's just your reasonable service, but, but be not conformed to this world. Don't line up with the world. You know, don't follow the crowd, because we got to remember that Jesus said, wide is the gate, and narrow is the way. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction, and many will find it. But narrow is the path. Narrow is the way that leads to righteousness, that leads to heaven. And few there will be that will find it. So he says, do not be conformed to this world. Don't line up. Don't align yourself with some group of people or some party or whatever it is. Line yourself up with Jesus. Line yourself up with the word of God. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There it is again, a new way of thinking. By the renewing of your mind, for that to be said, it must be something in the mind that need to be regulated, need to be cleared out, need to be changed. Thank God for his word. And and when we do that, he said, by virtue of doing that, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable, watch this, and perfect will of God. Brother Al, that's what we're looking for. When it, at the end of God, I want to please you. Help me to please you, Lord. Have you ever been in a place where you had, like I did at one time, had the case of K-Hepits? Oh, God, help me. It's an old song that they did, all they would sing is, help me, help me, Lord. Need your help, help me, Lord. Anybody need a help from the Lord today? Do the pressures of life get heavy sometimes, where the weight shows up on your brow? But thank God, there's a sweet relief in knowing that God will make a way somehow. Let let me let me move on here. Uh, I just got a couple more scriptures I want to share with you. Uh, Ephesians four. Here, here it is. Here's it again. We're in the fourth chapter, verse twenty through verse twenty-four. Uh, 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 Paul in the in the very beginning of that chapter. He began to talk to the people that you're no longer to walk like the world walk, because there's a new sheriff in town, because the Holy Spirit is indwelled in you now. And he said, and and so so don't get caught up in the futility of this old world, but get your get your mind fixed on Jesus. He says so. Therefore, but but you so since since you understand that he said, but you have not learned. You have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him, have you heard the Lord today? And have been taught by him? Have anybody been taught by the Lord today? Thank you, God. Uh, As the truth is in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. How many know the truth is in Jesus? And and, and what's the purpose of that? That you, see, you got to take something off. That you put off, concerning your former conduct, the old man. Ooh, good, Goodbye, world, I'm gone. The old man is buried, keep him buried. He'll try to raise his head up sometime. I heard somebody the other day say, they got so mad they about to lose their religion. I said, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, keep your mind on Jesus. And ask yourself, what would Jesus do? And, and then you say, okay, let me bring my hand down. What would Jesus do? (laughs) So what is he saying? That you put off concerning your former conduct a new way of thinking. Because some of us, we still got some old stuff in there. Do you know who I am? You don't know me, do you? We have to get rid of that kind of thing and have a new way of thinking. That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man, Watch this. What do the old man do? Which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And 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 here's what we need to do and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. We need a new way of thinking. Renewed in the spirit of our mind. (laughs) And that you put on the new man. Do you remember when you first got saved and you couldn't help but testify to somebody? that you got saved and some folks say what's that <laughs> you, you looked in the mirror you didn't look the same didn't go to the same places what happened and you know that's something we should never forget we should never lose where God has brought us from that that, that initial injection of the Holy Ghost that said wow I've been changed the old song said where, where's the man there? I know I've been changed <laughs> thank you Lord I can see y'all whipping on that piano now. Uh, So so he says, so put on, that you put on the new man, which was created according to God. The new man, the new nature, is created according to God in true righteousness, not self-righteousness, in true righteousness and holiness. In Philippians 2, 5, and 7, say, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What kind of mind did Jesus have? First of all, Jesus came meek and lowly, humble and holy. That's something we should strive for is to be humble. Because one thing that really hang us up as saints a lot of time is we're not humble. Sometimes we're so protective of ourselves, we're so haughty, sometimes we can get wholly puffed up in ourselves. Oh, God, I think think I'm not like you-know-who over there. No, no. That is not the mind of Christ. That is not the new way of thinking. It's God, without you, I am nothing. God, without you, I'm lost. But in you, God, I can do all things. So thank you, God. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God. He did not consider robbery to be equal with God. He wasn't running around, hey, guys, hello. Guess who's walking around these dusty shores of Galilee with you? I am God. He, he humbled himself. See, see, our action speaks louder than our words. We get in trouble when we try to convince somebody how holy we are. Just be holy. Just live for God. Do what God would have you to do as a father, a husband, a mother, a daughter, or Whatever. A man of God. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Who, being in the form of God, did not consider robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation. We live in a time where folks trying to make themselves a reputation. But may the works that I've done speak for me. When I've done the best that I can, and even my friends don't understand, may the works I've done speak for me. Taking on the form, Jesus took on the form of a bond servant. And coming in the likeness of men. And he went to the cross for you and for I. For you and I. You and I. What a blessing. What a blessing. So let me let me just get ready to wrap this up. But there's a couple of things coming to my mind. 2 Corinthians 10. 3 through 5. Because see a lot of our. Battles today. Well the battle is in the flesh. It's in the mind. And, and, and sometimes. We're trying to fight spiritual battles with natural weapons, with fists, with guns, with words. You know that people have a way of using some cutting words. That's not God's way. We have to have a new way of thinking. So he says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5, for though we walk in the flesh. See, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they're not natural. They are not carnal. They're they're not the the average run-of-the-mill weaponry that people use. So, preacher, what kind of weapons do we have? Our weapons are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Have you ever seen anybody... That's got a stronghold on them where they can't seem to break free. But the weapons of our warfare are for pulling down strongholds. And we have the ability, we have the authority in Jesus' name to cast out devils, to pray for people, to lay hands on them, to show them a better way. So, so the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Watch this, casting down arguments. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing every thought. We need a new way of thinking. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Let every man be a lie and God be true. We need the saints. We need a new way of thinking. There was a young man. Uh, the Bible tells me a parable. I believe it's in Luke 15. And we all know him uh, as the prodigal son. And we come to find out that he needed a new way of thinking because his thinking told him, I'm of age now. And, Daddy, I want my inheritance. And I'm tired of taking out the trash. I'm tired of coming home before the streetlights come on. It's time for me to get my money early, my inheritance, and I'm out of here, Daddy. I am gone. That's the thing he had. That was his mindset. And, and sure enough, the, the father said, you want it, you got it. Son, I, I hate to see you go. Son, I know that there's trouble around the corner. Son, I know there's some things that you haven't learned and you're going to fall prey to, but until you figure it out on your own, all I can say is God bless you, son. And son left home with money in his pocket, with a skip in a step. I'm going down on, on, on what is on Broadway. I'm going where the action is. And he got down there, and as long as he had as long as he had money, he had friends. But you know, God has a way of getting our attention. And and a drought came in this man's life. And sometimes a drought comes in our life, and we wonder what happened. Where did the good and plenty go? But he found himself, and he was in such a bad state, he was about to eat with the hogs in the hog pit. It comes a time that we need a new way of thinking. Thank God that we yet have a memory. Even as saints of God, when we get a little off track, we can remember what Jesus said. We can remember what God has done for us. We can remember what God has promised us and then we can get right, get our thinking right, get back on track with the Lord. So the young man who went out there into the world and and, and lost everything he had, all of his friends disappeared upon him. He was starving to death on skid row, getting, getting ready to eat with the hogs and he's a Jewish young man and you don't eat no swine. But he, the Bible say, but he came to himself Thank you, God. Somebody, you need to come to yourself. But he said, wait a minute, what am I doing out here? My father has hired servants that's living better than I am. And and here comes the kicker. And this is what's so hard for people to do today when they get wrong to make it right. It's called repentance. It's called uh, forgiveness. It's called seeking God. So the boy got into a, such a bad situation, but the Bible says he came to himself and he said, my father have hired servants who live in way better than I am. He said, I'm going to go to my father and I'm going to tell him that I've sinned against heaven and against you and I'm no, no longer worthy to be called your son. Just make me a hired servant. But look at God. Look at God. God you see, the father represents the Lord. See, I don't care what you've done or where you are. You're not out of God's reach. He's hear you when you cry. He see you in your situations. He know all about it. And I love this story because the young man he didn't get amnesia. His father saw him. The Lord Jesus saw us in our sin. And, and, and he and he he looking for us and, and the young man came and his father grabbed him and hugged him and put a robe on him put a ring on his finger you know he said this is my son who was lost and now he's found he was dead and now he's alive but you know what before anything else happened the young man say daddy 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 i have messed up I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. His father embraced him. As as Sister Linda said, loved on him. Restored him. Saints, today we need a new ray of thinking. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. If there's anything good, think about that it's enough negative stuff to go around to have us tied up from now to kingdom come but let's get our hearts and let's get our minds on Jesus I see that sister Amanda got over there on the piano I mean the piano but she don't know that also I'm going to ask her to do something just real brief here Amanda, pastor Amanda would you just kind of make an appeal if anyone may want to know Christ today
1: So if you're watching or you're listening, wherever you may be, I just want to talk to you about who my father is. My God, my Savior, my Jesus. I know things have made have seemed dark to you in your life and that you seem like you can't find your way, but I know somebody that's a way maker. And I know someone that can give you peace that passes all understanding. I know you may have heard some things about him and wondering why would he allow things like this to happen in this world, but That's not of his doing, it's of man's doing. But I want you to know that God loves you so much. No matter what you've done, even if you did something last night, he still loves you. He is there for you and he wants to be your father. and he is standing with open arms ready to receive you. No matter your past, no matter what your past is, do not let the enemy speak to you and tell you you can't go to God because you're not clean enough. You know what? God wants you dirty. He wants you to come the way that you are because only he can clean you up. So don't let... What people say, what the enemy is saying to you right now, God, he can give you a new life. He can take broken things and make them beautiful. He can give you a new story. With the help of God, he can write a new ending, whatever your mother, your father did to you. That has caused you to be so hurt and broken inside. God can come in and heal that thing and change you and give you not a new life. But that starts with you saying a yes to Him. You got to say yes to Him. He is waiting, He's there. And he loves you so much. He can turn your life around. I'm a witness. He can turn your life around. We look at people in the Bible that we think are characters, but he turned their life around. They were real people. So no matter if you're a drug addict or if you were an abuser or if you've even murdered anyone, whatever you have done that you sink, that is not making you worthy enough. You are worthy of his love. So give your heart to him. You don't even have to even step foot in this church to give your heart to God. You can give your heart to God wherever you may be. Even in your car, all you have to say is, God, Father, please forgive me of my sins. Accept me right now. I believe in you. I believe in your son. I believe that Jesus died and rose for me. And Father God, accept me into your kingdom right now. And right now, just with those words, just with a heart of yes, even if you're around people and you don't even want to say it audibly in your heart, if you're saying that right now, you're saved. You're in the kingdom, you're in the family of God. He is your father. We are your brothers and your sisters. Right now, and because you have said yes, welcome to the family. And if you want to see three Ps, if you want to see Pastor Kermit, come see him. But wherever, find a church where you can serve and be supported and loved on. Know that you are in the family of God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Come on and praise him wherever you are right now. hallelujah! Bless your name. that wonderful name of Jesus that's that wonderful name of Jesus, on, that's, that name of Jesus. Yeah. that's that wonderful name of Jesus no one In the name of Jesus healing in the name of Jesus